This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and this is Too Much To Say. Okay, so if you listen to last week's episode, I had encountered a little bit of drama with my neighbor downstairs. Um, she has no idea, which is how I'd like to keep it. But um, basically, there was, uh, I sat down to record my podcast like three different times and every single time my downstairs neighbor would start blasting music. And it wasn't like club music or like rap or like, you know, something like Gen Z. It is an elderly woman who's listening to like really tasteful oldies like Fleetwood Mac and Motown and music I'm enjoying, just not at like right music, wrong time. Um, so last week I had to record my podcast in my closet, which you know what? I will count my blessings and say I'm very happy to have a closet that's big enough to record in. Um, but <laughs> this week's episode, um, I just ran into the same issue with this woman who seems to be living her best life and I'd like to keep it that way. Um, but I'm coming at you again from in the closet and, uh, this is an episode about Pride Month. So how fitting, right? Ha 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 ha. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> now that I've made that joke, uh, which is just accurate. I mean, it's just, I had to, I had to acknowledge it. I couldn't be like, Hey guys, I'm in the closet. Uh, also this is an episode about the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, anyway, so basically June is pride month. We all know that. Um, it's been really, really cool to see the different things that have happened this month and, uh, you know, different people on Twitter sharing their perspectives and just like happy people living their best lives. I mean, my neighbor's doing that. People seem to be doing that and celebrating. And it's really nice that like, 
you can go out and do pride and like, you know, the pride festivals are so, so fun. Um, I didn't go to one this year, but they are a blast. Um, the gays know how to party, man. I'm telling you, like, I went to this uh, line dancing bar called Peckers in Nashville, and it is a like a, it's a gay line dancing bar and like very country, but it's um it's not like there's another club called Play, which is like very clubby. This place just looks like a dive bar. It's so unsuspecting. You go in and you wouldn't really know at first that it's a gay bar. It's hilarious. Anyways, once the dancing starts, you can absolutely tell. And um, they ended up like, I guess the um, bartenders and the DJ like recognized me because it's like a country bar and they like country music. And um, they played Fight Like a Girl and a bunch of people line danced to it, which was really fun. And actually not my first experience in a gay bar having that happen. Um, There was once a massive crowd of probably like 150 people at Oil Can Harry's in... um, Los Angeles that were line dancing to Gatsby. Um, and then I was like, why aren't we filming? This could be the music video. It was amazing. Anyways. So I, for pride month, got asked to write an essay for sounds like Nashville about being an ally. And, um, I wanted to share my perspective as somebody who grew up in the church and, um, like, by the church, I mean like the toxic church. And I'm not into generalizing any group of people. So everything I say about Christianity on this like episode or anything having to do with that on this episode, that is me talking from my experience at this one, like one or two churches that I went to. It has absolutely nothing to do with anybody else who is Christian. So I'm going to read you guys the essay and then elaborate a little bit more on it, but I'm very proud of it. It got a lot of traction on Twitter when I posted it and I really wasn't expecting that, but this author named David Dark, who's also a Belmont professor, I really love his work. He talks about uh, like a lot about unlearning some of the toxic things you learn on the very dark side of evangelicalism. And um, he actually shared my post, which really meant a lot. And I was very, very complimented because I mean, he's been a voice and an opinion that I've frequently turned to as I've grown and formed my own opinions and, you know, stopped, (laughs) stopped listening to the toxic opinions. Anyways, so I'm going to read you guys the essay and then elaborate a little bit, but I'm very proud of it. So I hope you enjoy it. I've learned a lot of things over the past decade, how to drive a car, how to play mandolin, how to fix a broken heart. But even more important than the things I've learned are the things I've unlearned. I grew up Christian, as in Christian, Christian, as in went to a Christian school where we were taught that evolution was a hoax, women were responsible for men's sexual sin, and gay people were going to hell. I was in fifth grade, and I didn't know any members of the LGBTQIA community. Luckily, I had TV shows with representation, but most kids at this school had no context other than that if you weren't straight, you were living in sin. I ended up essentially getting kicked out of the school because I told a pastor to go fuck himself. He told me my mom was going to hell because she read the New King James Version instead of of the Bible as opposed to the King James Version. I was 12 and it was the first time I'd realized that an authority figure can be wrong. That was the beginning of forming my own opinions. I always loved the TV show Degrassi on the Canadian teen channel, The N. They covered so many topics that weren't discussed in my family. They discussed homophobia and hate crimes and had openly gay characters as early as 2003. By 2005, they aired a show called South of Nowhere, which was one of the first, if not the first, mainstream teen show that featured openly gay lead characters. 
I saw myself in Spencer and Ashley, and the show opened my mind. They actually even had parent guides for each of the episodes to help with questions families might have watching it. So a quick round of applause to the end for being ahead of the curve. After my brief but eventful foray into religion-based schooling, I went to public school. My mind opened faster than I could keep up with. My freshman year, Maine's governor attempted to pass a legislative act that would allow same-sex marriage. It became one of the most talked about topics in school. My friends and classmates started coming out as LGBTQ+. A few years later, Lady Gaga held a rally at a public park in my hometown to support the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which, for those of you who don't know, it's about being openly gay in the military. I'd hang out with my friends and talk openly about our various sexualities, but then I'd go to church where the pastor would outright say that gay marriage is a sin. A 13-year-old brain is not equipped for that level of cognitive dissonance. I still struggle with anger towards the people who taught me that God supports hate. I know it's not my fault for believing as a child that gay marriage was a one-way ticket to hell. I also thought I had purchased one by losing my purity ring. (laughs) But I still feel guilt for what I was taught. As soon as I started gaining a following, I promised myself that I would always be outspoken in my support of the LGBTQIA community. I love so many of them personally, I have so many as fans, and I'm not sure I've ever cried after a meet and greet the way I did when a trans woman shared her heartfelt connection to Fight Like a Girl. I promise that my shows will always be a safe place for everyone regardless of their sexuality, gender, identity, or race. I've also been lucky enough as a songwriter to be brought into spaces where I could help tell people's very intimate stories and experiences. I co-wrote a song by Jenna McDaniel called In the Sun, which is about her decision to come out as a lesbian country singer. My personal favorite is a song by my non-binary friend Mickey Ratsula called Second, which documents their decision to get top surgery. It's written to their girlfriend about the insecurity that comes with body changes over the course of their relationship. It's out now, and it's one of the most special songs I've ever gotten to co-write. Given how outspoken I've been, this essay is uncomfortable to write. But I know there's a lot of people who relate to the unlearning process and the guilt that comes with what we were taught. As an adult, I refuse to teach my future children to hate people. Even more so, I refuse to teach them to do anything but love. It's not about tolerance, and to be honest, I hate that word. Watching someone live their truth and love freely is not something to merely put up with. It's something to celebrate. And I promise whichever higher power you believe in, they're up there celebrating too. Because isn't love the entire point? This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. 
with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So yeah, I worked really hard on it and um, I'm really thankful that I got uh, such a kind response because I didn't really know what to expect. And um, yeah, I felt like being honest about it. I mean, because what I was saying in that article is like, yes, there was a point in my childhood where I really believed that gay people were going to hell. I also believed that dinosaurs weren't real. So Let's just um, add that one up. Yeah, that's like literally what they taught. Is that not crazy? Like in retrospect, like there was a large period of time that I thought dinosaurs were a hoax. And um, there's just there's so much to unpack there. Anyways, that's for another episode. But it's um, yeah, it's it's really hard looking back. And, you know, the things I was taught and, you know, my um, I don't really want to go too far into, you know, my family's beliefs on this but and like you know say who or whatever but um the majority of my family has always supported people of different sexual orientations but um the ones who didn't um always blamed it on jesus and i'm like you think that's what he's concerned about like and i mean and I don't want even care about making this argument because it's so, such bullshit. You shouldn't have to like give this proof to people. But like the word for um, like when they were talking about like a man being with another man being a sin, there's a lot of things that got lost in translation in the Bible. And that was like a man laying with a boy. That was what the word meant. And they just took it very literally when they were translating it and that's why that's like the verse that people point to. I should probably pull up what verse it is, but honestly, I just just Google it. It's not that hard. If you feel like checking my sources, I know that I'm right and that's enough. So <laughs> yeah. And I just, you know, as I went to a public school, I really, really, my mind super opened and, you know, I, I, I did the drama whole drama club thing. So obviously <laughs> I was like in the gayest part of school. Um, and it was really fun and I loved, I loved musical theater and I loved, you know, seeing my friends like own their truth. And, um, I was able to really talk honestly to some of my gay friends in high school about, you know, what I had been taught. Um, actually in retrospect, like, Oh my God. So, so many of my friends came out, um, either during or after high school. I think it might have to do with the fact that we live in a really, um, you know, Maine was, had legalized gay marriage, like way before it was always, you know, like Vermont, I think was the first state. And, um, 
it was definitely less of an issue. And so when I moved, um, to the South, I was kind of like, Oh, Oh wait. Um, we still don't, we still aren't cool with that. Okay. Um, hate that. Just gonna stay in the fuck away from you. But yeah, it's kind of culture shock. There's a lot of culture shock I experienced moving to the South. I had never once, and, and I know that this is like, this is not me saying that it didn't exist at all. I mean, I think I definitely saw racism in Maine, but I had never heard somebody say the N word, um, outside of reading a fucking page in like, um, Huckleberry Finn. Like I'd never heard somebody say it other than like quoting something or like on a movie in a negative way until like my first week in Nashville. And this guy just said it cause I was working at a bar and he wasn't letting people in the door. He was a bouncer and he said something. He's like, I'm not letting those in. And I was like, holy shit. And I had no idea that was still a thing. And then, I mean, like that same guy was such an asshole and sort of called people like the, the real F word. I'm going to say fuck all I want, but I will not say the other F word. It's uh, yeah. And also I would just like to publicly tell Kid Rock to go fuck himself for calling people that, um, an actual faggot is a pile of sticks and it references the fact that gay people used to be burned at the stake. Um, and that's why cigarettes were called like fags as well, but that's like, you can't call anything that don't do it. Um, if you need to talk about a cigarette, call it a cigarette. If you need to talk about a pile of sticks, call it a pile of sticks. If you need to talk about gay people, treat them like fucking humans. And don't use a slur. So anyways, Kid Rock and all that shit. I was like, oh my God. And then like trying to defend it like uh, during Pride Month, no less. I mean, it's just crazy shit. I also got really worked up on Twitter this week because on on literally on Juneteenth, which is like, I, I mean, if you don't know what Juneteenth is, come on, guys, come on. Although I will say I actually was hardly, I wasn't taught about it in school because um, of the whole Christian school thing. And um, oh my God, our history books. I need to do an entire episode on this, but our history books, there was like a Sphinx on the cover, like Egypt, like Egyptian stuff. And it is the most Caucasian looking face on this Sphinx. It's just not what the Sphinx looks like. And um, I remember looking at it and being like, uh, I don't think he's supposed to be white. And I'm so confused by this. And like literally the only thing we were taught about um, African history, like the continent, was um, about people going over as missionaries and then also there was like um a little bit about slavery it wasn't one of those history books that called it the war of northern aggression though which those exist which is crazy it just like kind of was like we're not gonna talk about it and a lot of the um you know the christian people they were talking about in the history book who'd done these things and like you know done these revivals and whatever were slave owners and they didn't put that in the book which is just fucking crazy um i just went off on a tangent but anyway so if you don't know what juneteenth is maybe you went to a school like that go google it it is black people's independence day because july 4th was not when they were freed um and it's just heinous that they it's just now becoming a national holiday but anyway, so on Juneteenth, my lovely dear friend Mickey Guyton had this ridiculous article written about her. And um, I also, I think I used the exact same words when I was like tweeted the journalist and I was like, I would like to publicly tell you to go fuck yourself. So maybe that's my catchphrase now. Um, 
I mean, they deserve it, you know, but she basically wrote this entire article about how Mickey, this incredibly talented woman who's been working for decades towards this goal, got a Grammy nomination and had a baby within like an, I think like an eight week span. Um, she's just one of the most talented vocalists I've ever seen. And this woman wanted to write off her success as a product of like Nashville needing somebody like liberal to tote around and like all this stuff. And they were like talking about her, like she's played on country radio. It's like Mickey's not played on country radio. Country radio has been like, no, like Bobby supported her. But when I say country radio, I'm just not talking about Bobby. I'm talking about all the other guys. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's so, so wild. And, um, I got really angry about that. So maybe that'll be a segment like what Kaylee's angry about this week. It's like my neighbor that I, I'm very mad at, but I can't be mad at. Um, the journalist who came after Mickey and also, um, my middle school history books and Kid Rock. So yeah, <laughs> in summary, that's what I'm pissed about. Um, but it's called too much to say, you know, and that's what I have. But thank you guys for listening. Happy Pride Month to any members of the community out there. I love you guys so much. I got rainbows on my nails this month. That was fun. Um, but who says you can't have rainbow nails all year long? So maybe I'll do that. It felt fun. I liked it. But um the amount of shit that y'all have to put up with is crazy. And, um, I will do everything I can to be loud for you and use my platform to talk about things. Um, but it, it has been amazing to watch the world soften and, uh, see that, you know, we, we are, we all need to unlearn. We all have something we need to unlearn. And that's what I wrote the essay about. And, um, it's not that hard. You just, educate yourself. <laughs> Unlearning involves a lot of learning. So yeah, go hit up Google, Google Juneteenth. And yeah, anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much. My name is Kaylee Shore. Happy Pride. And this is Too Much to Say. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.